Today is Thursday, April 20th. This is the Ward Home Recap Edition. Ralph Yarl. That is the name of the teen who is currently recovering after being shot by the resident of the house he went to by accident trying to pick up his two twin brothers. The incident occurred last week in Kansas City, Missouri. Here is more information on the story. The courtroom so silent you could hear a pin drop as 84-year-old Andrew Lester made his first court appearance. This comes six days after the shooting of Ralph Yarl. Ralph attempting to pick up his siblings when he mistakenly went to the wrong house. Lester shooting the teen through the screen door, according to the state. The Yarl family hoping the process can move quickly, something they believe would go faster if Lester was behind bars. The judge laying out those bond conditions that include no contact with the family, Lester cannot have any weapons, and can't leave the state of Missouri without approval. At least someone admitted that there was an obvious racial component. Now, I'm going to try not to be as, we'll say, spirited about this case, even though, obviously, there's a lot we need to discuss. Like, for instance, there's a portion of this story that doesn't point out the fact that Ralph tried to get help after being shot. He went to two houses and didn't get any help until he got to, I believe, the second house, and he was told to lay down on the ground, which he did, where he lost consciousness. Now, they say that there's a racial component, and obviously the defense is there to defend this, uh, uh, what word am I looking for? Um... Uh, Monster, maybe? maybe, maybe, maybe that's the word I'm trying to find. Yeah, that could work. To be really serious for a second, it is a genuine miracle that he is not only alive but he's recovering as quickly as he is right now. As of the time of recording this, from all parties, his parents and the family's attorney, Ralph is doing okay. Which is great, and which is something you don't get to hear a lot in these kind of stories. Because, unfortunately, as we all know, and only a few of us will admit, sometimes more times than they should, these stories end with individuals who look like him being killed by men who look like that, and us having to kind of cross our fingers that eventually... If at all, this individual who committed this act of defense will be tried for what they did to defend themselves. I mean, hell, just today I saw a video of an individual trying to help his friend with some car issues and uh, they both end up getting arrested. And it's like five or six police officers. Five or six and they're grabbing and jerking this 17-year-old kid. They're, they're, they're just grabbing him and jerking. At one point, they throw him to the ground. And this kid, because, you know, it weighs, uh, uh, he's a threatening, probably five, looked to be about, about five foot nine. And God knows, this gigantic individual who looked to be like 100 and maybe 40 pounds. 
could do some serious damage, which is why they needed four cops to drag him around. What do you say about these kinds of stories except state the obvious? There's so many things about this story that honestly gives me chills. It's not that it it makes me uncomfortable. It scares me. When you see these kinds of stories and you hear them, you always have this really messed up hesitation you carry to say what's going to happen well we know what should be happening okay this individual uh tried to kill this kid because he thought he was trying to do something nefarious as this has happened multiple times one of these similar cases just happening i believe last year or the year before that where a kid was missed his bus went to the door of someone and this person came out with a shotgun and nearly blew this kid's head off. But you want to know the really wild and messed up part about this? This wasn't the only case that occurred over this small span of time. Matter of fact, you know what? Listen to this. Kevin Monahan will go before a judge today for killing 20-year-old Kaylin Gillis. According to investigators, Gillis and three other people accidentally turned into Monahan's driveway in Hebron, a rural town bordering Vermont, while looking for a friend's home over the weekend. Investigators say Monahan fired two shots from his front porch and one bullet killed Gillis. You want to know the really messed up part about this? Similar circumstances, but drastically different outcomes. Now, I could point out the fact that in these two situations, even though the outcome and action that was taken by the residents of this place were taken through peer hostility, because as the, I believe the chief of police pointed out in the case with this young lady, there was no reason for this end quote. There was no reason for this individual to have that level of aggression, especially with a car that was leaving his driveway. And obviously, if you're leaving somewhere, there was no significant threat and it didn't look like anyone was trying to break into your home or do anything like that. So the level of force he used in this situation was unwarranted and uncalled for, just like in this story. Now, I could point out the obvious racial component that this 16-year-old child, this honor student, this uh, individual who plays, I believe it was the saxophone. I think it was the saxophone. The photo that they had, I believe he was playing the saxophone in the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, in his school. And this young lady who, as far as I know, also did nothing wrong. Look very different if it wasn't obvious. And yet, this kid narrowly survived this encounter, and this young lady was not so lucky. Do you know what the common denominator is? These individuals who are so marred up in the brain that they see things as a threat. Now, 
no one now in this story of you hearing this audio it doesn't point out the fact that they were so far out of town that they had to drive five miles to try to get their friend some help and unfortunately by the time they were able to get her some help she had already died now i could add in again the obvious racial component that the individual who shot this young boy is currently at home and the individual who shot this young lady is in jail right now and how that in itself is really, really messed up. I could. But let's not do that for just a second. Even though you could if you wanted to. I mean, let's be real. The families of these two individuals have now had their lives significantly changed. Not as much as the victims this young man narrowly survived being shot in the head. I don't know if you've been shot in the head, but they tell me that it is not an easy thing to come back from. And this young lady is no longer with this world we live in. We'll no longer see her family, and they will have to cope with her loss. But at the same time, this individual who committed this crime is still out at his home and this individual who committed this crime is still in jail again you could make the argument of why did they move so fast to put this individual in jail and they seem to be kind of trying to almost do it by the book but not really do it by the book when it comes to this other individual in kansas city you know only time will tell and things could change as the time recording this this is what's been going on there's one thing, if nothing else, we can take away from this is that luck is a funny thing. And maybe if you're a religious person, the Almighty is a strong, strong, strong heart for what is right. Silver lining is this individual who murdered this young lady is in jail, awaiting his hopefully just judgment. And this individual who shot this young boy and almost murdered him is hopefully awaiting the same fate. So, look at that. See, I did this entire thing and I didn't curse, I didn't raise my voice, I didn't say anything. You know, out of order. Nah, what the hell? Fuck these people. All right? Fuck these people. I just say it. Fuck them. I hope they fry them. I hope they fry them cocksuckers in, in, I hope they cook their ass in barbecue sauce. Fuck them too. Fuck them. I mean that. Fuck them. Sons of bitches. Okay, that was just my two cents, folks. This has been the War at Home Recap Edition. I want to thank you for listening. If you made it this far, please share this episode with the people you know and stay tuned because we're trying to get back into, well, bringing you stories like this and talking about them the way that I assume and hope that a lot of people are talking about them with honesty and with trust. Thank you for listening and please, please share. See you soon. 
condos. Lord knows I'd close the book as I apologize. I apologize for all I gave, for letting you make me your slave and go into my early grave. Yes, I apologize. I apologize for being caught, for being sold, for being bought, while being told I count for naught. Yeah, I apologize. I apologize for all I've done, for all my toil out in the sun. Don't want to spoil your righteous fun, so I apologize. I apologize and curse my kind for being fooled, for being blind, for being ruled and in your bind. Yes, I apologize. I apologize and curse my fate for being slow, for being late, because I know it's me you hate. Why not apologize? I apologize and tip my hat, because you so rich and free and fat. Son of a bitch, that's where it's at, and I apologize. What's up, everybody? Looking for news? Looking for stories that you care about? Well, you've come to the right place. Here at the Night Shift Network, we talk about everything from politics to life. Look, we're not the best podcast network, but we are pretty good. With shows like The War at Home and Just My Opinion, with new shows and development as we speak. So what do you got to lose? Please like, share the Night Shift Network. We're available on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and now officially iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. More platforms coming soon. If you'd like to donate to the show directly, you can do so with, of course, Cash App, dollar sign Food for Thought 99. That's dollar sign Food for Thought 99. And as always, we're with you, and you are with the Night Shift Network. Thank you for listening and be safe. This has been The War at Home, presented to you by the Night Shift Network, available on Apple, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and see you soon.